Welcome back to week seven of the Thumbs Up Podcast with Chad and Megan. I'm Chad, and I'm with my co-host here. <laughs> co-host? Fancy. Fancy schmancy. So, We're really co-hosting everything we do. That's true. We're co-hosts in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Megan, how's your week been? Pretty good. Pretty good? I don't even know what day it is, but pretty good. It is currently Thursday. Oh, thank you. Just, yeah, there you go. So, it's not Friday quite yet. We're almost there. Okay. We've got a lot to talk about tonight. We do. We've got a really cool topic. Um, I know, you know, for there's probably some people that are going to listen to this who you're looking for a place to attend church. Yeah. And... Megan had this great idea to give you guys like things to look for in a home church. Especially because we encouraged everyone last week to go to church. This is following up on what you should look for in a church to attend. She's so smart. I'm telling you guys, I married her and I lucked out because I'm not near as creative as she is in some capacities. Yes, you are. I wouldn't have thought about that. Okay. So, I appreciate you. But before we dive into that, you know that I always have an icebreaker question. All right. This one is, you kind of got to think about it a little bit, okay? Okay. Give me your best scar story. (laughs) You go first. No, 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 no. I went first last week after asking the question. Ma'am, it is your turn. Well... I could go for the obvious because I only have one kidney, so I obviously have a scar from getting one removed. You do? But I have a better story than that. A better story than that. That's kind of hard to believe, but let's go for it. All right. Picture this. You're like 13. The new movie, Meet the Robinsons. Meet the Robinsons? You're talking about the one with the dinosaur that's like, I got a big head and little arms? Yes. Yeah, that's Meet the Robinsons. Just came out in theaters. You're hanging with the neighborhood kids riding bikes all day. And your mom's going to let you go to the movie theater with your friends without adult supervision for the first time by yourself. But then you're riding bikes around the neighborhood all day beforehand. And you literally fall so hard in the street that you scrape your whole right hand and have a big scar on your hand now and multiple spots from that and now I'll never forget the first day I went to go see a movie and I still went to go see the movie even though my hand hurt so you were given a little bit of freedom Mm -hmm. and then injured yourself yep that's about how it happens yeah. Um, okay, so mine is also on my hand. Oh. So when I was probably eight or nine, I would say, mm-hmm. we had this toaster oven. Mm-hmm. And I would always cook my pizza rolls in this toaster oven <laughs> after Not school. The pizza rolls. And there's this one day that, you know, I was getting a little impatient with my pizza rolls. They were getting kind of crispy on the top, so mm-hmm. I needed to take them out so I could flip them. In the middle of taking them out to flip them, I actually touched the burner Mm. at the top of the toaster oven. Tough. 
Yeah, it hurt. And it left like a a triangle-shaped burn on my hand. Wow. Yeah. That sounds Have you never noticed? It's kind of... I'm still there. No, I have never noticed. Well, it's not quite as visible. I'd actually Mine's have to. Mine's like pretty obvious. Yeah, I've, I've noticed yours. Yeah. It's a good little good little scar you got. Mm-hmm. But that's probably my most interesting scar story. My kidney one's probably more interesting, but I literally don't remember it because I was like six months old, so there's not really much to tell. Well, and I mean, we've already talked about this. I'm very food motivated, mm-hmm. so a lot of my injuries are also food motivated okay like i couldn't tell you how many times i've sprang my ankle trying to run home so i could eat babe that's not normal <laughs> hey that's, man that's interesting i didn't say it was normal i said i was food motivated okay all right um so let's just uh be clear i love food and always have always will okay and uh scars are cool so maybe when, you know, you're thinking about churches, you're thinking about what they serve at gatherings, kind of food options they've got. Oh, absolutely. Like, I always know, this might sound rude, but I'm going to say it anyway. I always know who is the best cook oh. and who is not the best cook that brings stuff. Oh. And I stay away from the not the best cook. And I always go to the best cook, you know? Yeah. I do my research. Well, I mean, leaders eat last, right? So is the best cook's food even left when you go to eat? If it's not, then I just go hungry. Okay. Look, it's either go hungry or food poisoning. <laughs> okay, that's that's a little far. Maybe. So. Maybe, but it's honest. All right. Well, you ready to dive in to our topic this week? I'm ready. I almost sang the song, but I didn't. Good. Good. All right. So what we're talking about is seven things to look for in a home church. So this would be a church that you're regularly attending, that you're getting involved in, becoming a member, a partner, whatever they call it, at this particular church. Um, you're tithing to this church. You're raising your family in this yeah. church. Um, that's what we would consider, I guess, a home church. Agreed? Yeah, 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 for sure. Not a church that, you know, you, you've been going to for a couple of weeks and you like. Like, we want you to really consider um, whether or not you can see yourself thriving and growing your family uh, at this church. And we're going to have to be careful not to expand or expound, whatever the word is, on every topic. Because I feel like we could talk about these a lot. And we've done pretty good keeping the podcast under thirty minutes. So we have. Um, we're gonna we're gonna try our best. I don't think that's gonna be too big of an issue, to be okay. honest with you. All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. So the first one may seem obvious. May, okay? But we live in a very, very cultural world. And cultural Christianity is very popular. Right. So, something that, honestly, you would think would be easier to find than it is, is a church that teaches the Word of God, that teaches and believes the Bible. No questions asked. Right. Teaches. Asked. 
biblical principles and not cultural cultural you know hype and and cultural principles that really goes against the culture and i'd say this is probably within that that you can really tell if they're doing that one um are they reading scripture and giving you the context of the scripture um, not just kind of pulling stuff and throwing it out there and making it make sense. Yeah. See, the Bible doesn't need help Agreed. making sense. Jesus is pretty clear. Right. Like, like when you go back and like read the context and everything, and this, I mean, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but um, whenever I speak to my students, I always tell them to fact check, fact check, fact check. Mm-hmm. Anybody that speaks because I don't want to raise up a group of individuals that don't know how to think for themselves and find out the information to make this mm-hmm. assessment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this falls under that too, is um, are they gospel and Jesus centered? Yeah. Like that's, I think that falls under, are they teaching the Bible? Yeah. Um, Cause if they're not mentioning Jesus or Jesus <laughs> isn't the center of the worship, yeah. Jesus isn't the center of the word. It's a little concerning. It, it's concerning, and you need to ask some serious, uh, some serious questions. Yeah. Okay. So biblical, not cultural teaching. Yes. Not TED talks. Not feel good messages. Biblical principles you can apply to your life. Absolutely, you'll get enough of those preachers off of YouTube. You don't need to attend Instagram. Yeah, Instagram clips, TikTok clips. Okay. So the second one we put is kind of um, kind of related to the first one, um, but it goes a little more in depth. It's does the church's values align with your values? So, for instance, would you say is like one of our core values as Christians that we believe in? Um, we really believe in servanthood. Yeah. Um, I think. We believe in biblical marriage. We had a biblical whole episode marriage. on it. Yeah. So if you're looking for a church and they're allowing um, a different type of marriage in their church that's not biblical, right. that's a red flag. Um, maybe they have some different views on the Holy Spirit. Maybe they have some different views on the Trinity. I would say that's a pretty yeah. um, core belief for us that God is three in one. I mean, depending on where you're at, the Calvinistic and Arminian, uh, Arminianistic uh, point of views, like you want to yeah. go to a church that is going to teach you what you're wanting to what grow in. What you believe is correct right. theology, basically. Right. Um. Yeah. And, I mean... I think there are some open-handed issues within Christianity, and you have to decide those things. Um, Going back to our beliefs, like the Trinity for us is close-handed. We're never going to attend a church that does not believe God is three in one, right? or that they're separate, or any weird teachings on Jesus, like that he wasn't God, or um, that he gave up his godliness, or anything crazy like that when he came to earth he was god and he was man and that's just one example of the things that you should form your own opinion on and find a church that aligns with those opinions 100 percent. you can also before you even visit the church physically a lot of these churches have their core beliefs uh like the things we just mentioned in their websites Mm -hmm, that's Um, a good point so normally you can go and find those and then um, you know, base 
whether or not you want to go there off of if they line up with you. And I would say, like, if you're attending a church and then, you know, you're kind of diving in, but then you find some red flags, like, it's okay to try somewhere new. You know, this is one of the most important aspects of your life, I believe, is where you attend church, where you serve, where your family attends church. So don't be afraid to ask these questions and find somewhere that aligns with your beliefs. Yeah, I mean, sit down with somebody on staff at that church or yeah. a pastor and it's okay to ask hard questions. Yeah. I agree. Um, number three. Hey, this was a really good one you came up with. Well, this is I really something, like this one. Yeah, I mean... You can say it. Thank you. I interrupted. Uh, is this a generous and giving church? And not just with the finances, that obviously plays into it, but with their serving. Like, you can tell a lot mm-hmm. about a church's leadership or the the way the church is governed and structured because leadership always flows down and it, it floods to the people that attend. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're serving, if they're uh, going into the community and doing outreaches and evangelism. And uh, I really think this, you know, shows the generosity of a church to yeah. its community and even to its congregation, like mm-hmm. uh, the giving, the the tithing and the offerings. Like that is a huge deal. And I think going to a generous church yeah. that is going to push you to um, give and serve is a good thing. Let's just take a minute here, and I feel like we can use this to brag on God and our church because getting funded for camp was, like, kind of crazy this oh, year absolutely. for youth camp. So, like, maybe talk about one of the events and, like, how God provided in that. So we did three events total. Two of them were car washes, and mm-hmm. then we did a baked goods auction. Yeah, that was fun. Which was a lot of fun. But... Um, we were not expecting to bring in as much money as we did. <laughs> we like by the by the all. end of uh, all three fundraisers, we were more than funded for camp. Yeah, which was a a, a god story. I think camp total cost was more than ten ten grand, mm-hmm. and between three fundraisers, mm-hmm. God was like, "Got you." No worries. Yeah, and I just think it really speaks to attending a generous church. Yeah. Um. Because, like, we made so much money off a car wash. Like, yeah, that's insane. It was, it was, it was crazy. People when, were, ju- were just giving above and beyond. I know. It was a, and Someone it was a donation. Like $300 for a cake. I know. At the well, the car washes were, were $10 minimum mm-hmm. in donation. So, yeah. um, each car wash was $10, but we had people donating large, large sums of money. Yeah. To get their car mediocrely washed <laughs> by <laughs> by some children that were probably spraying each other with the water hose more than the car. I mean, we probably had to pay more on our water bill than we made one day. <laughs> um, but it was so cool. And then the, Even the fire department came. Yeah, by. the fire that department cool. came out um, and gave us money. But and the they baked, didn't have to. the baked goods auction really shocked me. That um, was like crazy. Our church came out to support, and it was so cool to see. Again, yeah. the just generosity and the mm-hmm. love that we had, f- like, have for one another as a church. Like, yeah. oh, they, they came through. I was so happy. I was yeah. so stressed about that event because I didn't know how that was going to turn out. It was really cool. But, um, yeah, that's something to look for, just generosity. Are they yeah. generous? Um, okay. 
So number four is, does the church have a clear mission? That's huge. Yeah. I mean, every church should be serving under the Great Commission, which is, you know, Matthew 18, mm-hmm. uh, 28, go into all the world, making disciples right. of of all people, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Love like, God, love people. Right. That should be, um, honestly, that should be every church's mission and like, right. like we're going to do this mm-hmm. um, as far as like the evangelistic side of things. Yeah. But a lot of churches also have like in-house missions. Like I know right now our church is very discipleship based. Like we have a lot of things that have rolled out to help people dive further in their faith. Right. Um, so I would say like our in-house mission is to equip our people. Right. Mm-hmm. Like that's uh, well, number I two. Think, I think the importance of this one is you can't hit a target that's not in front of you. Right. Um, so it's really important for a church's people to know where they're heading and why they're heading in that direction. Um, it's just going to make it, you know, a lot more clear for what your place and role is in the church. Right. And it's going to make you leading your family mm-hmm. in that way easier. Yeah. When you have a mission to fall under, when you do decide to like, okay, this is going to be my church. I agree with their mission. They're generous. All these other things we've listed. Mm-hmm. Like if you can get behind the vision of a church, yeah. then you, that that's a great thing. Okay. What's the next one, babe? This one is, this one is something I feel like you need to evaluate as quickly as can, as you can. Yeah. Um, does this church equip you and challenge you to grow? That's and, so good. And this is for mainly our believers. Well, this is something that I heard recently, and I I put that on there because I wanted to talk about it, is the church is meant to be for believers. Right. You don't want to go to a church that's geared towards unbelievers because the message is going to be very different And it's not going to equip you and grow you because when you are a believer, you are supposed to be becoming sanctified. You're supposed to become more and more like Christ the more, the longer you're a Christian. So you don't want to go to a church that's giving a message every single Sunday about, you know, why you should be saved or what Jesus is. At some point, you have to get past that, and you have to grow in your faith. And I think it's really important that your pastor give a challenging message for believers each week. Right. And teach the Bible. Go back to what we originally talked about. Teach biblical principles that make you more like Christ. Right. And like I said, I think this is something you need to evaluate as soon as possible. But I think I don't think there's anything wrong with attending a church for a month or two and engaging that. Like, am I growing? Do I feel challenged? Do these messages convict me like like self inventory kind of and reflecting on these things? Mm -hmm. Because if you're not growing, you're dying. Right. And you need to be constantly and consistently growing. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just like in a marriage, 
the whole point of a marriage is someone to know you so intimately that they can call things out in you that no one else can. Right. I feel like pastors know their flock. They know their sheep. They call things out in their congregation to help them grow in a graceful and loving way. And that's something that's really important. Yeah, if you're not being challenged um, by the message, if you're not being, you know, uh, provoked in, in, in your spirit about about things, mm-hmm. um, either take some self-inventory and reflect. Maybe that's just you ignoring <laughs> yeah. what he's saying. You have to be willing to grow, Right, too. you have to be willing to grow. That is a huge thing. But if you're serious about finding a home church, I don't think this is necessarily yeah. an issue. I agree. Um, but that is a huge, huge, um, thing. Like you, mm-hmm. you need to be challenged. You need to yeah. be pushed. Agreed. Um, okay. So the next one, I feel like we've talked about a lot, so we don't have to talk about it too much, but a good community to be a part of. Right. Again, if, if the so church important. is generous, you already know that the, the community is going yeah. to be absolute flames it's going to be great (laughs) it's going to be so much fun yeah um again i just if we have any of our church people listening i just want to brag on you like we love you we're so grateful for what you've uh contributed uh in our lives and and in the church and dp fam dp fam (laughs) all right are ready to talk about the last one because I feel like we could talk about this one for days. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to be careful not to say any celebrity pastors. <laughs> well, we don't know their character behind the scenes. But so number seven is the character of the church leaders. Mm. And honestly, like, I don't fully know how to tell you to know this. I feel like maybe sometimes this could just be something in your spirit that tells you something's not right um but we've had experiences where the church leaders didn't quite look like the bible would call church leaders to look like and that can lead every single person involved down a bad road it can make people question christianity because um they're being hypocritical in their leadership um this can make for poor work ethic among their employees because they don't want to serve somebody like this um and i just feel like it flows all the way down or all the way from the top to the bottom um and the character and the heart of the church leaders is probably one of the most important things you can look for in a church yeah, I mean, I don't even know what to say after that. You kind of just hit the nail on the head. I, Again, it is not a bad thing to ask questions. And I think mm-hmm. when you ask the right questions, a lot of things can be revealed, yeah. right? And you're not always going to know. And that's the thing about someone's true intention and character um, is a lot of time you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. But I will say this. Um, the in-person greetings and how they, um, how they carry themselves, how they carry themselves. I, how they treat the lowest person in the room. I would say 
not low, but you know what I mean. Like, the one who maybe isn't the most popular. I will say this from what I've seen of just people in general with, <laughs> um, you know, character in their leadership that I just would not want to lead me. Yeah. Is they always come off as a car salesman. Like <laughs> they're trying yeah. to sell themselves as yeah. this certain image. Well, and it goes back to what you said is like what we started with is the Bible doesn't really need to be sold. Right. The Bible is the word of God. It's the truth that we stand on. And we don't need to be convincing people of this. We just need to be sharing it with them and living it out and letting our lives be an example of this. And your leaders have to be an example for you so you can be an example to others. Their character may be hidden at times, but their humility will always show. Yeah, that's really good. Um, if so you true. if you can't see their humility at the front door, yeah, then that's a sign. Yeah. Um. Leaders eat last. Leaders eat last. Yeah. Well, we just want to equip you guys and help you if you're looking for a church. I feel like there could be a ton of reasons. Um, maybe you have seen some red flags in your own church. Maybe you've moved to a new state. Um, Maybe you got married and you're looking to decide which of your home churches you're going to attend together. Um, There's tons of reasons to be looking for a new church. And the main thing is that you get to church every Sunday. And we hope that this helps you find one that you can grow in and be comfortable in and have your family in. That's right. And I mean, the reality of everything is Jesus loves you and wants you to um, thrive. And commune with yes. other believers. Have community, have other believers. Have accountability. Oh, preach. Have fun events to go to. Right. And have fun people to love on. All right. Well, well guys, that's all we got for you this week. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, go follow us on social media. If you haven't already, uh, TikTok, Instagram, and hey, if you want to email us any questions you may have, oh, yeah, this is good. our email is now in our description. Mm-hmm. Um, so please go email us, uh, leave a comment. And uh, you can also ask us questions on Spotify. I think. Yes, you can. Uh, yeah. You can leave a comment, ask a question. Um, you can go laugh at our TikToks. Go. Because we're not very good at making them, but at it's our fun. cringy tiktoks we're having fun doing it there's so much fun but we are fools yeah (laughs) uh guys thank you so much for listening we appreciate you all jesus loves you jesus loves you